Fargo's Fraud Squad with Gate City Bank fraud expert Phil Swan. Every single month, he lets you know about the, I guess, the scams that are going on in our area and the things that are trying to get you to part with your precious dollars and cents, your identity, that important information. And Phil Goodell, you got to, or I'm sorry, Phil, Phil Swan, Swan. Phil Swan. I had Phil Goodell on on Friday. It's just a lot of Phil's. <laughs> a lot uh, of Phil. Phil Swan. We're in a precarious time right now where people are in interesting situations. The price of eggs, your dollar's not stretching as far as it used to be, but people still have bills to pay. They still have things that they want to do. It, we must be ripe for scammers right now. Right. A, uh, a market like we have right now, our economy that we have right now, and there's a lot of uncertainty going on, a lot of things have increased in price, it increases our chances of being a victim. Uh, we've talked in the past about the fraud triangle and how the fraud triangle is really made of that opportunity for that fraudster to steal. You have the rationalization on why they steal or how they make it okay with themselves, and then they have that financial pressure as well. So as right now in our economy, there's a lot of people out there who are feeling that financial pressure. And as that financial pressure increases, it actually makes that person more likely to fall for a scam. Because if you think about it, if you really needed an extra $1,000 and to pay bills, to do whatever you had to do for your life, you would be more apt or you would ignore some uh, red flags or warning signs that that uh, could be a scam that you're signing up for. If it's too good to be true, it usually is. Right. right? So... I think to myself, okay, so that person out there who gets contacted saying, hey, uh, we'd like you to do work from home for us. It's going to be simple. We're going to send you some products. We just want you to review it. And actually, if you buy them, we'll send you the money for this, yada, yada, you know, and then it becomes a check scheme or it becomes some kind of Venmo or Zelle type scheme. Like you said, because we are looking to fill the gaps in our financial resources, you maybe overlook those regular red flags and you think to yourself, well, you know what, This I'm going to try this because I need to make it work somehow. I have to imagine this is also true for secondary marketplaces. So if you're in the market for a new car and you say, gosh, I can't afford the lot, but you know what, maybe I'll start looking on Facebook Marketplace. Oh, look, it's a practically new Subaru and it's you know a tenth of the price of buying it off the lot. I better send them money right now to hold on to it. Right. And the other big one that we're seeing increase right now are your small payday type loan scams where people are going online. They're looking for you know maybe a couple thousand dollars here or there. And the fraudsters oftentimes are getting their online banking information. They say they need to verify the account is good before they will actually send you the money. And the fraudsters oftentimes putting in fraudulent checks and then they have the people pull the money out. So there's a lot of different ways that the fraudsters can do it. But really, they're feeding on the fact that there's that need out there. And so people aren't paying as much attention, or at least, you know, that's how these types of uh, situations work. So this month, we're really warning people to not, you know, to stand by their resolve and to think twice, think a third time before you give anybody any information or even click that link. Absolutely. Take a breath and look for indicators that we've talked about many times that scams have. You know, scams rely upon speed. They need you to take some action and it has to be right away. So the more that that person's telling you you need to do something right now or you have to act very quickly, the more suspicious you should be. Um, also, 
does the payment method that they are trying to get you to send money in, does that match the situation? Once again, if you're trying to get a payday loan, they're never going to want you to accept a check, go buy gift cards and send that money out. And then, you know, if you do become a victim of this, the most important thing is that you react quickly and you can file uh, with like the IC3.gov, which is the uh, FBI's Internet Crime Center, especially if anything happened online. Because once again, they're always looking for consistent information. They're looking for, um, you know, what can they target overall to make a bigger case against these fraudsters. And that website again is ic3.gov. Correct. Um, oh, Amy, I'm the sorry. The thing about scammers is that they make it hard for their victims to say no. You know, yes. we, we talk about these scams going on and we talk about, we've talked a lot about the embarrassment that comes with it, but these scammers are good. They're exploiting literally how we process information. They know exactly what they're doing and how to do it. Oftentimes they're building trust with us and, you know, we all have this like, I was reading about an optimism bias lately, which is like we all think that good things are going to happen to us and we don't think that bad things are going to happen to us. So when these things come our way, it's like, oh, this is what we've wanted and, and nothing, only bad things happen to other people. Other people get scammed, not me. You know, they're building trust and rapport with you in some cases. Like you said, they're always trying to make these transactions as quick as possible so that you don't have time to think through them. And it, they're really good at what they do. They're just really good at it. Yeah, they're very good. I do this experiment every time we have a new hire training at the bank. You know, halfway through me talking about fraud, trying to teach them about fraud, just in the middle of a conversation, I'll reach my hand out to the person who's closest to me. And besides one person, every other person has, like, taken my hand and shooken my hand. And I always ask, did you want to shake my hand here? Usually, they'll say no. It's kind of a weird time to do it. We've already met. You know, we've been talking for 30 minutes, and all of a sudden, I reach over to try to shake their hand. But um, what I did there, what I do is I'm social engineering that person. So, you know, we are so ingrained as people to if someone's going to reach their hand out, you're going to take that hand, and you're going to shake it. And it's rude if you don't. Well, that exact same tactic is the what the fraudsters are using every single day to get that person to take an action. So typically they're building up an emotion and then they're going to socially engineer that person to take a step they wouldn't normally do. And once again, that person is clouded by the emotion of whatever is going on. And so they don't see it as clearly as others. I have to imagine that we're that's also so in interesting. That's such a good social is, experiment, right? by the way. <laughs> we're in a time now, too, where people are they they need their tax refund. Right. And so you want to get it quickly. And so an opportunity for scammers would be to. Oh, well, don't listen. You give us the information. We'll collect it before you. But we'll give you the cash now. Right. And this type of or this time of year is very ripe for that type of fraud as well. So they're going to promise the world to you. But once again, your tax preparer doesn't need to know your online banking username and login. That's information they don't need. They might ask you for your account number, your routing number, which, so that way they can send money in. But they're not going to need your online banking information. And then Valentine's Day, so the love scams are probably out there right now. The preying romance on people. scams. Yep. 
Yep, romance scams. That is is the season. Is January like fraud awareness month because there's so many opportunities presenting themselves? It really should be. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, this would be a good month for it too, right? <laughs> uh, Phil Swan from Gate City Bank. He's their fraud expert, and he uh, lets us know every single month about what's going on. And so staying vigilant right now is the thing that you got to do. If it's too good to be true, it's absolutely not true. It looks like maybe, is it November that's fraud? Okay. No. It is. Is yep. it November? November is. Okay. No, is November's it? They already picked a month for that? Month. Yep. It's a month for everything. There is. <laughs> Phil Swan, thanks so much for being here. We Thank appreciate it. Thank you. Phil Swan, fraud expert at Gate City Bank. This segment brought to you by Gate City Bank for a better way of life. What you gonna do? What you gonna do?